This is Dan, and it is episode number 37. Hey. So we, we got Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey. We got Jake. What's happening? And we have Pinion with us tonight. Pinion, say hi. Yes. Yes, hi. Pinion. Yes. And with Pinion, we have Mitch. It, it is Pricer, right? Or is it Pincher? It's Pricer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just checking. So we're back from Othello. Last week we had our episode in Othello. It went over really well. We had a lot of nice comments about that. We really appreciate that, guys. That was a lot of fun to do. I'm not going to lie. And I would like to do that again and again and again. It takes a lot of time and money to go to events and do that. So, But we had a good time. And uh, Jake had the week F last week. Jake, did you miss us? Not really. No? You didn't miss us at all? <laughs> no, I love. always miss you. Oh. I always miss you. Yeah. I called you on my way home. Come on. Oh, that's that's right. how much I missed you. Yeah, you called me to complain about us being at a fun fly. Jake, yeah. you never write. You never call. Opinion, <laughs> <laughs> check this out. So Jake my calls. My hurts. Yes. Jake calls, and he's like, so, yeah, you guys are all over there at the fun fly act and kind of like, you know, like depressed that he's not there. And uh, I yeah, said, I so. I wanted to be with you. So I said, all right, so what have you been up to? Oh, you know. I was hanging out with Kyle and his dad, flying helicopters, hanging out all day. I'm like, you dick. <laughs> That's right. So, That's a good time, too. Dude can fly. Yeah. Really? I heard he could. I heard he's going to make a good sure? pilot someday. All righty. So what have we been up to this week? Nick, what have you been up to, dude? Um, I've been testing some goodies. Yeah. Yeah, we got, some, uh, we got some goodies from KDE. Got a hold of the 700XF495 motor. Yeah. That is now residing and taking home in my whiplash. Mm-hmm. And um, I got the new XTS head, um, put it on the 700 Nitro. So be looking forward to some reviews coming in the very near future. Now, has your weather been good enough to actually fly that thing? It's been, it was beautiful. What's today. going on? Because Absolutely you're, beautiful. You're directly west of me, dude, and it's been 30 mile an hour winds, raining cold for like three days here, dude. No, couldn't have been any any better. It was like 73, maybe three, four miles an hour worth of wind. Yeah, good stuff. Lots of good flying. I don't like you anymore. I thought I did, but... Uh, get in line. <laughs> so, Jake, what, are you been, what have you been up to, man? Oh, I've been playing with new stuff, too. What have you been playing with? Uh, well, I picked up an 8FG, because yep. we all know I'm tiny, so... Yeah, you're, um, you're petite. I want, yeah, I'm petite. I wanted to try the smaller uh, transmitter, and so far I like it. Uh-huh. Got I don't know four or five flights on it now, so that's cool. You don't, um, you don't want to go. Know. You don't want. You don't want to go into detail about that story. Yeah, that's something else altogether. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll for talk me- about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You want to talk about it? Oh, I have two of them. Why do I have two of them? That's because right. the update failed, and now I have a. <laughs> he has a. Bit. 
a bricked brick it. A brick. And I have to send Futaba. it in. I'll fix it and send it back to me. So you bought whatever. another one? And overnight. I'm impatient. You know why I like you, Jake? Because you make me feel better about myself that I'm not the only one that has zero patience. <laughs> oh, Done. I that. can't fix it. I need one. I need to do it. Well, yeah, he had it overnighted. He didn't just buy that's one right. right away. He had it overnighted. Oh, that's right. Jesus, that's so, bad. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> I so, did. so, Pinion, it's been a while since you've been on the show, dude. Yes. What have you I, been up to, man? You've been to head, head, any Sana non grata, apparently. Yeah? Yes, no. Is that Latin for something? I don't know. What does that mean? Pinion's not welcome. <laughs> I, but we had a couple of fun flies here last week. We have a unique uh, one club. We'll have a fun fly on uh, Saturday uh, down in Alvarado, Texas. And then we have the Richardson Fun Fly, which is held somewhere 20 no miles from Richardson, Richardson. Uh, on Sunday. So <laughs> you actually get to go to two, two Fun Flies, pay two landing fees in one weekend. It's very interesting. Very nice. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I happened to uh, basically re-kit the, uh, the Fury uh, 55. It no longer exists. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All the usable parts will fit in a coffee can. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Didn't, didn't Mike Fortin do something like that a couple days ago? He did with his whiplash. I looked, uh, he's, uh, you know, I think I beat him on that one. We wow. I, I believe all the usable, the serviceable parts uh, will fit in a coffee can. Well, uh, got the, the, the Tory pipe looks like a uh, pretzel. Oh, professional. What was really interesting is uh, when I powdered it in, it was maybe like 100 yards out. Uh, and Mitch was standing next to me, and he's like, well, what the fuck happened? And I went, well. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the helicopter. I just crashed it. That's <laughs> out there chicken dancing, and of course, nothing's working. Uh-huh. So we just kind of like, you know, Sunday afternoon strolls start walking out there. I mean, there's nothing you can do, right? Yeah. Everybody else is running. I'm it's like, what the hell are you going to do when you get there? You can't get near this thing, you know? Cheer it on. Yes, we just walk out there. By the time I got out there, it ran out of gas or whatever. I don't know. But uh, the line came off the. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it's an epic fail for sure. Yeah. <laughs> epic, epic fail. Well, I don't know, man. I, I haven't crashed for a while, but I've been, well, I take that back. I crashed a few weeks ago. Two helicopters in two days. Maidens. It was not a good couple weeks for me there, John. You work on your setup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to, you know, because uh, Nick actually, uh, last week when we recorded the show, uh, they're at... Uh, it wasn't Snow Homish. <laughs> it was Othello. And no, I wasn't drinking the night. Re- well, I was drinking, but I wasn't drunk the night we recorded, I promise. No. But Nick was gen- g- gentleman enough to not bring it up, but we'll bring it up. There's some setup issues that I had that was a little on the extreme side. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that as we get further into the show. Oh, no, get into it right now. No, no, no. Do we got we to gotta, we gotta <laughs> save some conversation. for This is pretty funny stuff, so we, we got to spread the wealth a little bit, right? Uh, there's no shame in my game. When someone finds a mistake I make, I don't mind. Opinion even crashed his flame wheel. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even a figure. It wasn't even a figure nine. It was like a C. It was just a nine. <laughs> how, how do you taco a pack on a flame wheel? Was, I don't know. That was epic. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. epic. You know, I saw that. Uh, I watched that video just the other day. Uh, Opinion, your your flame wheel video. Took, took me. I, t- I'm catching up on your videos. It's a lot of fun. The flame wheel's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, that's you know, it's a quadcopter, and you know. You know, yeah. I was uh, out in front of Robert Abel's house. We were flying it out in the street, mm-hmm. 
and I was working on my backwards flying. And he's like, dude, you're wasting your time. Nobody knows it's going backwards. It's just an X. It's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I guess. So, you know, working on funnels, any of that stuff, it, it's, it's only cool to you because it looks like an X to everybody else. <laughs> going forward, man, what you're doing. Yeah. All right. So also with us is uh, Mitch. And uh, we've never had Mitch on the show before. So why don't you go ahead, Mitch, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you flying for, man? I am flying for KDE, YS, Byron Fuels, Edgeblades, Bolts Batteries. I'm having to whisper his sponsors to him. <laughs> Pinion is my, is my yes. second conscience. Yes. Uh, that, that's about it. Yeah? No, no airframe sponsors. No airframe sponsors. He's a, he's a free agent. Free agent. So anybody free out there agent. looking. Pricer. Operators are standing by. <laughs> so how long have you been flying helicopters, Mitch? Uh, about two years now. God, why? What's what? I don't get it. You what? How come all you got? Oh yeah, about a year and a half, two years, and I'm kicking ass, and I'm still struggling <laughs> on a 58 degree hover. Is it because I'm old? Pinion? Is that what it is? Is it? Am I just too old? Yeah. I'll take what after I crashed your furry 55. I don't know. I, I can't give you any advice on flying anymore, my friend. I was. <laughs> I was still. I didn't, I didn't even realize what had happened when that hit the ground. It was definitely being old, I think, is what screwed me on that one. You know what? I know exactly what it is, and I know exactly why. It was because I don't have the sim discipline that these guys have. Embrace the sim, Dan. Uh Hey, you know, I did start doing the sim. I must admit I've slipped a little bit, but I still sim at least four days a week, a half hour at a time. But do you quality sim? You know, I have started doing that, opinion, but you know what? I just yeah. can't. I, it doesn't because if, because if you're jerking off and eating Cheetos, <laughs> it's you not going to get you where you need to be, my friend. Is, yeah. that, is that why things are turning orange? Yeah, that's right. Yes, the doctor. Oh boy, Jake knows all about that. Don't put China. Shh. Put, supposed to talk about that. <laughs> so anyway, Mitch, you've been flying for just two years, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. What's your favorite helicopter? Now that you're a free agent, you can go ahead and tell us what you think is the best helicopter the out there. Unvarnished truth. Yes. I like my X7 a lot, but I like you know, for electric. I like my X7, and for nitro, I like my 700 nitro. Align. Align. My, my Gowie and my Align. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, very nice. I uh, I have a Gowie. Looks like a dead scorpion sitting in my trailer. <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> yes, that's epic. Yes. <laughs> I haven't bothered uh, fixing it yet because I've got too many other helicopters to crash first. So, <laughs> where do you reside from, there, Mitch? You must live in Texas. Yeah, we do. We uh, we just moved in what two weeks, three weeks ago. Yes, they moved down from Minnesota. Yeah, we moved down. Oh, from- that's right. They, you're Mass- a part of that. country. Yes. So you, you wait, wow, you uh, you moved from the cold ass Minnesota down to Texas. That must be nice. It is nice. I like the warm. Yes. Wait till he gets a good case of swamp ass in August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding, right? Yeah. So you have your sights set on any particular brand out there? Are you just going to, or do you, you want to, uh, you know, is anybody looking at uh, sponsoring you as far as airframes, or are you just not even going to go down that road yet? Uh, nothing that I know of, you know. I'm just kind of, I'm just, we're just having fun. Yeah. You going to do any competing this year, or are you going to do mostly demos? Uh, just demos, I think. Yeah. Stick to the demos. I don't really like the competitions. Yes, either. Mitch and Pinion are going to go to XFC to watch. We're going to heckle the competitors. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to mess with them. Yes. 
We're going to everybody's have, got their role. Yeah, we're not we're not bringing clothes. We're not bringing money. We're just going to show up and <laughs> have to take care of it. Not take showers or anything. But you go. You know? Penny's going to get some epic video that week. Very yeah. good. Very good. So uh, let's see. Uh, you know, this week uh, after we got back from Othello, for me, it's just been kind of a wet, cold, rainy. Have really, there's really nothing to talk about as far as what I've been up to because there's been nothing going on. We did. Uh, sure. I do have you one. Going through your setups or anything? Uh, no, we took care of all that stuff, dude. You're gonna harp on that <laughs> until I finally say something, aren't you? Trust me, we will get to it, Jake. I promise you. Come on. There is one thing that I am gonna talk a little bit about now. Uh, Nick met Ed, right? Yep. Ed, my buddy Ed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, he's quite a character. Hilarious. <laughs> so we're out there, I guess. I don't know, middle of the week. I don't remember which, which day it was. <laughs> Tuesday, maybe. Must, must I been. think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Ever. <laughs> so, we're we're out there, and um, you know, he's he's kind of no longer am I buddy boxing him. He's doing the solo thing. He did a solo flight there at Othello, and of course, as you guys know, I sit in a chair when I when I'm out at the field, and um, so I'm next to him, and he's you know doing his little hover thing. And the helicopter starts to come towards me, and I say, Ed, forward elevator. <laughs> and he's, nothing's going on. A little louder, Ed, forward elevator. And then I finally had to just yell it. And I'm not going to yell it here for the sake of destroying your guys' ear, but I just yelled, fucking forward elevator. And then I dove, because that helicopter got about two feet from me. Now, in my condition, diving to the ground is not a good idea. They're First of me. all, it's forward cycling. That's <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Well, yeah, it's, there's no elevator on the helicopter. Yeah, well, we call it the elevator over here in Montana. We do things a little bit differently up here in Montana. Yes, but you all know what I'm talking about when I say that. So I dive to the ground, and uh, as I kind of roll over to look up, I see this 500 pass right over me, and I'm thinking, not only is he going to land it, he's going to land it on top of me, or if he does get it. Beyond me, he's just going to crash it. So I watch him. You know, he finally gets it down to the ground, and I have to go home at this point because it's it's miserable. Uh, you know, falling to the ground for me is just not a lot of fun. Uh, the, a few days go by. I call him up and say, "Let's go out and fly." And um, I figure, you know, he's got a brand new Chevy truck. You guys all see, seen pictures of it in Facebook. Uh-huh, there's uh-huh. there's one safe place in that field. That whole field is right next. If, if if there's anything there he's not going to hit, it's going to be that truck. So <laughs> I I sat right by that truck. Every time he flew, I went and sat right by his truck. But he did pretty good. Uh, he got nine flights in or eight or so flights in, but he finally did uh, dump it. And uh, we got to fix that. But other than that, he's doing pretty good. He felt pretty bad about trying to take me out. But, uh, you know, it it's is not it personal, is. Dan. It's just business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hates the podcast. Yeah. He just doesn't want to see it produced, and he figured if he hits me with a helicopter, it'll <laughs> give him reprieve for a few weeks. But no, anyway, it wasn't Great. It wasn't too bad. That was about the most exciting thing that happened this week. Other than that, it's just been horrible rain, horrible wind, a, a terrible opening weekend for summer. In fact, there was a fun fly that was supposed to happen this week that got canceled about 60 miles south of me. Because of the weather. So that's life in Montana. Yeah, it's country. That's right. It's the price we pay. <laughs> well, guys, I think it's about time to go into some news. 
Come on, Jake. Set us up, Jake. Do it. What? What? I'm not doing it. Oh, why? Because you felt bad about the fact that Dieter doesn't even need a voice modulator to do what you do? Yeah. What what the crap is that? Fine, I'll just pull it out of the other episode and put it in here. (laughs) You've been replaced. This is Slicester from the Hellafreak Forums. You're listening to RC Heli Nation. There it is. All right, Nick, what do you got for news, buddy? What's going on? Alrighty, well, we had talked about, I brought it up last week, and I thought I'd get a little bit more in depth. I, I did find, um, I'm going to go ahead and put a link in the show notes, uh, that LiPo performance calculation tool yeah. uh, that I had talked about where the, it's an actual chart, a mathematical equation where you can put in everything, your IR, uh, cell capacity, and you end up with a term called figure of merit. And it's a way to measure the true C rating of your batteries. Um not necessarily what they say on the label, but what they are actually putting out. So look for that in the show notes. Uh, we'll get you a little straightened away. Um, also, the other correction was um, the Mid-America Funfly is in Michigan. I was completely incorrect in my state. We're used, so we're I, used to that, though, dude. Yeah, I know. It's bad. <laughs> bad, bad. Hey, that was a rough weekend, all right? Yes, it was. Too much yeah. apple juice. So, Too- Robo's got a new version of the Turbulence D3 out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fly barless. Yeah. So they're, they're coming. They're getting there. We haven't heard Bring much from Hirobo for quite some time, have we? No. Uh-uh. And they're, they're on the tail end of it. Yeah. I mean, it's a nitro. I don't know. Probably be like all the rest. There'll be like five people that buy them, and none of them live in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh well. Uh, yeah. You can pre-order your uh, the Silverline sensor for the V bars now. Um, their Ready Heli is taking pre-orders on those, so you can get one. <laughs> Should I send the link to Mike? Maybe he needs one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's the deal with this? What, out is this, this supposed to have a better vibration resistance, or what's? Yeah, it's more along the same lines. Um, Sensor technology is like the Futaba using it, just a lot more resilient to vibration. Past that, that's the only difference okay. uh, in this new one. Um, <laughs> there really hasn't been much else. It's been kind of a slow week. I did see, um, happened to snag kind of a an odd uh, Twitter today that I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, is it a Twitter or is it a tweet? It, well, okay. It's... <laughs> It's a twit er, er, er. It's a twit. You're a twit. Um, You're a twit. So Bobby Watts had mentioned, and I'm going to quote this. Uh, so hate me, love me, but it's the truth. Af, quote, after fucking with 700 class electrics for the last year, between the BS of motors, ESCs, and batteries, I remember why I like Nitro so much. Oh. Unquote. So what's he saying? What's going on there? Is he, uh, is he flying for I, Gowie now who doesn't really necessarily make a Nitro? Yes, that is true, and I think he's doing a little more than just flying for him. I mean, he's 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 all up in it. He's all up in their business. Yeah, so that's uh, I mean, I've had those days too, yeah. where everything electric seems to go wrong, and you just want to go back to a nitro. Yeah, I can't say that if I was in his position, I would probably tweet that. <laughs> <being> <laughs> well, 
let me do let me let me add this to, to that though i did see uh a facebook po- uh, post that he put up and he might have just been frustrated with the fact that he had to wire and solder a shit ton of new batteries today for the uh xfc yeah that's a real uh, horrible thing who <laughs> fucking who well i'm just saying <laughs> uh, you know if, if i mess up two or three I mean, really yeah i'm no, just so it, i'm I, just throwing I, it I, out there come on now don't hate me no hating no, no, no hating. I mean, it is what it is, and everybody has has those days, you know. Yeah. I blew up two Contronics in a row, and that was there was a lot of cussing and swearing. Wait a minute, and I was ready to completely swear off electrics after that. I didn't think those things blew up. Well, <laughs> I got the two that did. Hey, I got a question. How long before the ESC and the Smack Talk RC car goes up to smoke? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit, right? Yeah, that was pretty Mark's cool. He's going to be on they, the side of the road with his thumb out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to be easy to push. Electric, right? Somebody can put it in their pocket. Yeah, yeah that little car's electric, right? Or Apparently is it, it is now. I have no idea. <laughs> We're going to go with it's electric, though, because you, you went with the whole ESC thing it, there. It makes an int- more interesting story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think it may have a motor in it. I'm not sure. Facts mean uh, nothing to us. Motor, Facts yeah, mean that nothing was kind to of us. A, that was kind of a cool little video. I mean... It, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Absolutely. Did nothing whatsoever to represent that motor in any way other than, haha. Here it is. This is the motor. <laughs> yeah. This is motor. This is yeah. But it was cool. <laughs> How about you, Jake? You got any news, man? Um, Did you see that Pulse is putting out a new pack? I know you love Pulse, Dan. You I know, know you do. do I, I didn't realize I had an opinion about Pulse packs, but uh, okay. Oh, we talked about them before. Oh, have we? <laughs> Yeah, I just I have a tendency to be pissy about a lot of different products. I kind of forget sometimes which ones I'm pissy about. <laughs> well, the the new ones seem to be holding up pretty well. I got a couple of them. They they're doing okay by me so far. So yeah, those are the ones that yeah. Major sent you with the bad cells. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what happened there? What the the bad? Yeah, okay. Between flights, uh, I was just doing test hovers, tweaking some stuff. I unplugged my helicopter. Check my log on my ESC and plug stuff back in, and I have nothing. One of the cells and one of the packs from Dieter went completely nil. It was like 300 millivolts. Alive, alive, dead. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. It landed less than five minutes later. I mean, all the other cells are at like 4.1. That one is at 300 millivolts. You know, I did hit him for you. I know, he told me. Okay. I'm, I'm happy, thank you. You didn't hit him hard enough. Well, I hit him. I hit him in front of Patrick from KDE too. So he probably thinks there's a little strange things going on around here. There are strange things going yeah, on around. Strange here, things so. afoot. Strange things afoot. And how about you, Pinion? You got any news? <laughs> no, I got to watch uh, Patrick's video about the uh, the KDE motors. That's pretty good. He took the time to put that together. If anybody's interested in that, uh, you know, explaining the series of motors and uh, some of the features with them. Yeah. If, you know, if you're thinking of going that way. You know, with the KDE motor. Even he pulls one apart and everything so you can see the inside. Yes. It's really, I was shocked at the amount of detail. I was looking at the picture of your whiplash with the KDE motor on top. Oh, yes. Uh, You're going to, you might not ever have a boom strike on the whiplash, but with that big ass motor, you may have a can strike. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I like big cans, though. I mean, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) We like the big cans. We like the big ones. Yeah. If you can get a couple of them on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any news. How about you, Mitch? You got any news? Not real. I mean, I watched Pinion get the crash a few times. Yeah. Fix my X7. Yeah. 
What Gate you, seven was rocking today, having, my friend. Yeah, we've been having a good time. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, Mitch is trying low head speed now. Yeah, it's only at two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> only at two thousand. Yes. Well, that's lower than you know. Some people running you know twenty four or twenty five hundred or whatever. That's just some man. people we call CLS. Yes, yes, JC, we're calling you out, dude. That's. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever do you ever ask JC what his head speed is? He goes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> don't I don't think that go. like Dave and um, Dave and Eric run much less. They always yeah. got those things just wound out. Yeah. That's product testing right there. They're making sure the product's good for the end user. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds real good. So, well, I guess that's about it for news. Huh? A lot, yeah. a whole lot. All right, so I, I got this new trick today. Yeah, what's up? Um, I did a tail stand. Yeah. And the tail went about three inches into the dirt. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know that stuff happens, but you know there's a solution to those kind of problems. So all you need to do, dude, is go to www.helipros.com, and they will have the parts you need. Because it's sounding like you're flying kind of hard, and HeliPros has the parts. Already there. So we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into kind of what we're going to talk about. And uh, since Jake is so anxious to get it out of the way and he wants to hear about it, we're yeah, going to I talk do. a little bit about the setup issue that I had. So, all right. So I show up with the 600 and uh, uh, Nick is... Wait, 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 wait. Can I tell him? Uh, sh- sure. Do you- yeah, you do. Yeah, you do it. No, no, no. It's better if you do it. Yeah, I'll tell it. So, <laughs> and... Uh, so Nick and I do a little buddy boxing, and um, you know I'm thinking my my tune is off right on the on the motor. Nick was like, "Holy shit! I think you got a little too much, uh, a little too much uh, pitch in your helicopter." I asked you how much, like how much pitch you run, <laughs> and I'm like twelve. Uh, I don't know, about eleven. <laughs> <laughs> my ass. It was so drastic that when uh, when we switched. Uh, if we were off just a little bit when we switched from trainer to master to slave, uh, Nick, you probably remember that last oh, yeah. flight when you took it off and it was like, I don't know, 10 or 12 feet on the ground and, and uh, you took over just right towards the end and it like just, I mean, you caught it just in time and it was, oh, yeah. it just went like to the ground like it was just like a rocket ship right into the ground. And 20 degrees of pitch will do that. <laughs> so we put it on the table and uh, I'm thinking, I could have swore that I had, 12 or 11 in there but apparently i didn't set that and uh it was maxed out so i don't know 18 to 20 on the top 18 <laughs> to 20 on the bottom you know and uh that makes for a, a bogging motor right and you're thinking i can't ever get this thing tuned man it's always bogging on me well and then uh of course when you go to climb out and it throws the blades completely sideways <laughs> <laughs> you know has tendency to- you could almost shut the motor off on a punch out <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that was my mistake. Anyway, we got that all straightened out. So there you go, Jake. I went ahead and told everybody. <laughs> that, that, that was my mistake. Moving on. <laughs> we got it was it. pretty funny. It we, had some, man, it had some really, really sharp pop on the collective, though. <laughs> a couple yeah. pitch bumps. I was like, whoa, what's, wow. Okay. That, that's, 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 hey, dude, I'm extreme, man. That's extreme. Hardcore. Well, Mitch and I are trying to determine what the hell's wrong with the 20 degrees of pitch. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. <laughs> well, when you're me, it's a problem. How does that sound? Yeah. Because uh, I just... Uh, doesn't, doesn't leave much room for cyclic either. No. No. <laughs> no that OS50 was hurting. 
crazy cycle. <laughs> Just a couple. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was like a bat out of hell, but it rolls real slow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Well, it is what it is. It was fun. We got it. We, we got it straightened out. And then I noticed that after we did that, like, oh, it just feels kind of slow now, you know, getting getting used to where it should be. So it, uh, I, you know, I'm starting to get used to it again. I've been doing quite a bit of flying this week on the days that we could fly. And uh, the confidence is coming back. It was pretty shaken, but uh, it's coming back. We're going to talk a little bit about FunFly stuff. And initially, we're going to talk a little bit about FunFly etiquette. And because uh, they're, you know, every time you go to a FunFly, and, and Penny, you even had a, a shirt that kind of alluded to this. Get out of my box. <laughs> yes, but the most primary rule at the, any FunFly is don't be, be a, a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a douche. So let's let's let everybody know who maybe hasn't been to a fun fly. How would you how would one be categorized as a douchebag? Uh, <laughs> flying behind yourself, flying over the crowd, flying into people, flying into people, flying in other people's standing in front of people who are trying to fly. <laughs> Talking to when people. I, when somebody is starting their helicopter, you walk out and you start to fly. Uh, okay. Yes. That seems pretty pretty simple. Pretty simple, easy rules to follow. You'd is think. there is there anything that's maybe a little less obvious that uh, we should talk about? <laughs> should I go there? I yeah, don't do know. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Man, this is man code. Man code. Okay. All right. Let's say you have uh, a deuce that's coming, whether you want it to or not. <laughs> okay. And you have to make an emergency run to the outhouse. Right. You get there, you don't care when you get in there that there's no paper. Right. <laughs> when you're done, you begin to care. <laughs> Man code. Uh-huh. If a friend calls you and tells you that he's stuck in the outhouse and needs you to bring him <laughs> towels, you bring them. No questions asked immediately. You land your helicopter, you come immediately. Okay. Man code. So the... Are you I'm speaking... I'm not saying that's happened to me. I'm okay. Saying. You're not speaking from experience here then? This isn't... Uh... I'm just saying. It's just me, John. No one's no one's going to hear us. So you don't want to be trapped in the outhouse. <laughs> not a good, not a good feeling. Okay. Really has nothing good. to do with fun flies. It'll work anywhere, but uh, mainly at fun. Flies. Mainly at fun. Flies. Mainly at fun flies. So Nick, is there anything you wanted to talk about when it comes to fun fly etiquette? The biggest thing is just yeah, fly out in front of yourself and be go up there with a spotter because a lot of times you know people their home flying fields will maybe be a little bit more lenient on one side than they are than they are others for obstacles or for whatever reason so you get in these habit you get in this habit of maybe just flying off your right shoulder and that's what you feel comfortable with right. well be aware of that you know realize that's your handicap not everyone else's so if you're going to do that go fly off the far right flying station to where you No no you can you, you can stand at the same station just turn left 90 degrees. Yes exactly. <laughs> do Look something right. but I mean yeah. and be just <laughs> aware. We had that happen at Othello. I sat there with my heli sitting there waiting to take off and this guy did this whole flight right over the top of my helicopter and he's one flying station down and he I swear he stopped to look but Go down there and do you, all you do is fly your helicopter down in front of him and do pyro flips right in front of him. <laughs> it stops it or, or TikTok. Yes, TikTok's working well. Right in front. Well, of him. Yes. So okay, let me let me bring uh, another 
something else I wanted to talk about, and I heard Nick talking to somebody about this at the Fun Fly, and I don't remember who. But uh, you know, for guys like me who aren't necessarily flying in close, doing the the like you guys can do that incredible smack up close. Nick, I heard you say to somebody that it's best to to if you're going to be flying kind of big air, it's best to kind of go out out of your box further away and do that big stuff kind of out further. Yeah, it's kind of a it seems to be a little bit of a of a norm that the the width <laughs> the width of your box is also <laughs> the depth of your box. <laughs> so, if you're going to fly close and low, stay within that area, but if you do want to get out and fly some big air, you know, really crank up the speed, that's fine, but go out beyond uh, that distance that everyone else is flying, and then you can have some more room left to right. It's a little more acceptable, and uh, people, you know, because it's not, if you can't fly low and close, then it's not fair to, you know, not be able to come to a fun fly fly. We right. want everyone to be able to fly. Just recognize your style and understand that it might not accommodate everyone, so you just kind of have to work with it, you right. know. But uh, yeah, so just take it out a little bit farther past that that normal flying well, area. You know what I found worked really well for me was to fly early in the morning when nobody else was up. I had the whole damn field to myself. Yeah, I don't know how you even got up. Yeah, I'm a early riser even when I do stay up and <laughs> pollute myself. <laughs> I guess I don't know. So John, let's uh, let's talk about what happens at Fun Flies after after the helicopters have landed. Do you uh, do you partake in uh, you know some adult beverage? Adult libations. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm not. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm. Yeah. Often, but uh, sometimes, yeah. You know, uh, I don't drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. These guys made it sound like I did. <laughs> well, I did that night. I'm not going to deny. I don't know. I saw some video. Oh yeah, no kidding. Oh, I think my iPhone's over there. Where's my iPhone? Oh man. I'm so grateful that Dieter's a friend of mine <laughs> because if he didn't like me, I'm telling you, he has this video and it's, you can't see anything, but you can hear me. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, that is so pitiful. <laughs> it was not, not flattering. <laughs> it was funny. It was yeah. very becoming. Come yeah, on. Come on now. No, I had a good time. Not going to lie. It was fun. Didn't drink a whole lot the second day, but... Uh, Canyon feels so crappy the next day, it's just not worth it. Yeah, that's that's the fair, thing. Fair, yeah. Well, and that's kind of what surprised Nick, Pinion, because, you know, everybody goes to bed. And then I'm up at, I got up at like 6.30, and uh, I was out working on a helicopter, and Nick kind of stuffs now, his head out of the trailer and goes, I cannot believe you're up. Dan. What's that? You got up at 6.30 a.m.? 6.30 a.m., man. And it wasn't to go to work. It was to go. It was to go. You should have still been sleeping, dude. It's a fun <laughs> <Yeah>. fly. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I can't he help. Was that guy. You know when you're you're in your trailer, you're in your tent, you roll over and you hear that nitro fire up, and you're like, really? That's me. I mean, he really. Penny likes to get up when the sun is warm. Yeah. Oh, I I've I'm always been. I always get up early. I can't help it. <laughs> we roll out of our tombs. Yes. And these other guys, they were getting up when the sun was making the temperature inside their tent so incredibly hot they couldn't handle it anymore. That's the alarm clock. <laughs> exactly. That is the alarm clock. No, no, no. The alarm clock is when the sun rises. And see, I, I can tell in my trailer because I, where I sleep, I can look up at the ceiling and through the air conditioning vents, I can just start to see a little glimmer of light. And that's my cue. Time to get up. 
That's the, I'm already up, but I, I just, I'm waiting for some light so I can move around again. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. And then I go outside and work on helicopters. Try to put 20 degrees of uh, pitch in there. Yeah. That's what 20 I 20 degrees when 18 just isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need a little longer main shaft and some longer, <laughs> longer. You said it. Some pills that can help Ooh. you with that. Longer lengths and a little longer washout arms, and I'm gonna be good to go. I'll, I'll be able to get that geometry figured out. So, what do you what do you always forget to bring to the fun fly? Um, Everybody seems to always have that one thing to get there, and it's like, God damn, not again. You know, for me, what it's is- a it's a tool generally of some some sort that I'm gonna need. Paper, yeah, <laughs> <Toilet> paper. Toilet uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say neck strap for pinion. Yeah, neck strap. Yes, that's a good one. I have four neck straps scattered about in my trailer in various locations because I constantly forget neck straps. Rusty Haggard forgets to wear underwear, apparently. Wow, okay. (laughs) Stando, yes. (laughs) We know that because when he was running out to save my chicken dancing helicopter, his pants kept falling. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, really, Rusty, it's not worth it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Get your junk away, yes. (laughs) What did you forget this time, Nick? Um, For me... I always forget uh, the lights underneath, like, you know, everybody's got their 10-foot by 10-foot pop-up canopy. Yeah. I always forget to bring lights to string inside that uh, for at night. Ah, checklist. Yeah, that's my famous one. How about you, Mitch? What do you normally forget when you head off to a fun fly? His helicopter. (laughs) And my transmitter. I've forgotten both of those before. Oh. And tools. Oh, uh, the best. uh, He came down to Orlando. This is two years ago. During the... uh, was a heli blowout? Yeah, yes. I know how blowout. He, uh, he gets out of his helicopter. He's acting real weird when we're trying to take off. Oh, and I'm looking go. at him going, Mitch, when did they stop putting labels on the blades? He put the blades on backwards. And the tail blades. <laughs> and the tail blades. <laughs> and the tail blades. <laughs> the whole thing. Wow. It was very huh. responsive. Not even, yeah. <laughs> impeccable. He didn't forget them. He just forgot to put them on in the correct direction. So how do how do you forget your helicopter? I gotta ask. Is it because you're at work and you're waiting for the Friday five o'clock bell to ring and and you just like I gotta go, I gotta go. He has people to take care of that for him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you just get in a rush, throwing all your stuff in somewhere, and it doesn't come along. Well, <laughs> now that you live down there in Texas, opinion will be able to make sure you got all that stuff. For now. And I have a trailer. Yes, he's got, got a trailer. trailer. Yeah, yes. well, I got a mini doghouse. And Very nice, air conditioned. Yeah, so you got a you've got a heli trailer kind of like I have, huh? It's got all your stuff in there, and you just pull it to the field. Yes. Yeah, and we're gonna put a bench in there and all the tools, and it's got lights in it and all AC everything. Oh yeah, I feel you there, dude. That's exactly how much trailer set up to the land of luxury, my friend. Yes. Yes. Well, the, the next the next purchase for me is a forty five foot Prevost motorhome. Yes. Yeah, it's only a million million and a half dollars. Well, don't 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 get a new one. Not too much money around when you do that. Get one that's a couple years old, you get for seven hundred fifty thousand. Oh, okay. That's such a deal. <laughs> much more reasonable. It's much more reasonable. Do you want to? Uh, you want to float me alone there, Penny? Yes, it'll be out the warranty. <laughs> okay. You know, I used to drive those a long time ago in a different lifetime. I used to drive those for bands on tour. Those things are deluxe. Yeah. Yes, they are. Very nice. Very nice. So, what else can we talk about for fun flies, guys? We got. Uh, uh, stuff you forget. How about some fun stories? Now, Pinion, you've been to a few already this year, haven't you? Yeah. Tell us uh, what what you've encountered so far this year that you would uh, classify as a good time at a fun fly. I would recommend any fun fly in Louisiana go. Yeah. 
because uh, those guys know how to have a good time. And they can make some food. And the food is amazing. Yeah. It's like the the flying is just something you do when you're not eating. <laughs> yeah. And alligator. Yeah. Alligator. So I actually was flying a helicopter uh, in Crowley, Louisiana, uh, which is near Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And uh, a guy walks up and starts handing me uh, fried shrimp while I'm flying. Yes, you did that for me. Yes. Remember that? It was wonderful. Yes. That's on video. So the food there is very good. Uh, they're a lot of fun. They know how to have a good time. So I recommend any flying in Louisiana. Very uh, nice. Crowd specifically is a good one. Uh, the Monroe uh, Fun Fly is excellent. West Monroe. Yep. Uh, and also the May Day. That's a lot of fun. So the turnouts down there, they're pretty big, it looks like. I mean, there must be a lot of heli pilots down in that region of the country. A lot yes. of scale, guys. Yeah. There's a lot of scale down there, too, if you're interested in scale. Uh, yeah. But they do a lot of 3D down there. JC's really been working with the guys in Crowley uh, and also the guys in West Monroe. Uh, JC's ankle has to kind of help them build up the turnout. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking in uh, Crowley we had about 70 people. I could mm -hmm. be wrong. Uh, the West Monroe is a little smaller, about 35 or 40, but we're going to get her up to about 80 this year, I'm pretty sure. So uh, we're real excited about that. It's a lot of fun to go over there and hang out with those guys. Uh, we have fun over there. But the most thing, you know, I enjoy the social aspect. And when we go, we try to get everybody to go out and eat, for instance, on Saturday night. Uh, then we'll come back and uh, usually have some kind of construction lights where we can fly at night. So we try to do that on Saturday nights, you know, to convince the club that that's a good idea to do that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we've had fun with it. I mean, and it's, uh, so we, we try to you know, make it as much social as, uh, you know, flying. So, and we try to make sure whenever uh, Pinion's Flying Circus shows up, uh, we want to make sure everybody has a good time. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that, um, you know, uh, I haven't been to many fun flies just because there's not many in our area. But that Othello fun fly was just like that. It was just a, a big social. Yes. Just what a, you don't want is to go to a flying and have a bunch of people sitting around looking constipated. <laughs> and, and we've all been there. I've seen, I've seen well, it. You know, you walk down, down they don't look like they're having fun. Yes, go to a planker fun Yeah, go fly. to a planker fun yeah, fly. Yes. There you go. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do ex exactly yeah. know what you're talking they're about. They're hooping and hollering and bumping horns and what telling everybody. Fly? Yes, we tell everybody how great they're flying and, uh, you know, make sure everybody has a good time. That's what we want. Yeah. And uh, so, and also the newbies, you got to help them, uh, you know, uh, uh, when they ask questions, you know, help them and go help them get their helicopters trimmed and that sort of thing. Uh, JC and those guys are wonderful for that. Uh, Rusty, Robert help all the new guys too. So that's what we do when we travel. You know, and that's one thing too. I'm going to talk a little bit about. Uh, I was really impressed with a few people at this fun fly. There were some people that just really went out of their way to help. And Dieter did a fantastic job of, of just helping people and getting stuff going. And Nick just impressed the shit out of me with his willingness to just help everybody to the point where he wasn't really doing much flying. He was just helping. And, and, you know, all the guys all, even on the other side of the field, everybody would, would kind of migrate to one side and they'd hang out for a while. And then the other people would migrate to the other side. It was just a lot of fun. I mean, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of heli talk, which is always a good deal. There was a lot of outrage gear grinding going on. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, guys that, uh, don't have, uh, Maybe they're not in an active heli club or they fly mostly by themselves. When they come to these fun flies, sometimes they're actually coming there to get help. You yeah. know, it's not, I mean, some of us are going there to have a good time and uh, lay down some smooth 3D. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's good to be able to help people out. I, I, it's kind of a selfless act. Uh, some guys do it more than others. Karma. Yeah. yeah. But it's like uh, today when I was flying, I went to get everybody some tacos at Taco Bell. 
I recommend the nachos Belgandre as well. But anyway, the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ordering the uh, 15 or 20 tacos or whatever it is and all the drinks. And the girl over the thing says, well, would you like to donate uh, $1 to some wildlife fund or some crap like that? And I'm like, yes, yes, I'll give money to anything if it'll keep my helicopter from crashing. <laughs> I just have to keep my karma high, you know. <laughs> if I don't donate this dollar, I know my helicopter will crash. Dan, I have a problem. What's up, dude? My glow starter's lonely. Well, I have a solution to that problem. Yeah, what you got? I'm thinking you should take a close look at the Outrage Velocity N2, man. Why should I? Well, you know, Bert Cameron has really been involved with the with the changes that you've been seeing over there, and I think you're going to see some really fantastic products coming out of Outrage here. Yeah? Nice. I'll take a closer look at that. Perfect, dude. Outrage N2, available at a hobby shop near you. So, yeah. you know, you, you mentioned that the, the uh, Del Grande taco thing there. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm hungry. My, uh, my buddy Ed, who came with us, and it was his first fun fly. He just started in the hobby a few months ago, and uh, I learned something. He, he's not Mexican. He's Guatemalan. Guatemalan. And I also learned that Menudo is not just a boy band in Mexico. Menudo. It, it, it's a soup. It's not? Yeah, it's a soup, dude. It's like a, yes. it's like a soup, and you, guess what's in it? It's got stomach lining in it. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And apparently that's what you drink or eat uh, the morning after you've been drinking. Apparently it's for hangovers. He tried to get me to try some. He told me what was in it. <laughs> and I said, uh, no, thank you. But anyway. Uh, Are you sure? And, and you know, he, he to this day, whenever we're talking about it, he's like, he. the mistake I made, the first fun fly I went to, you guys mentioned, you know, a lot of us, that are flying in our clubs and we're like the one of two helicopter guys. We get there. I got there and I was just nervous. I didn't want to talk. I didn't really talk to anybody. I missed out on a lot of stuff. I'm, you know, I, I just want to encourage people who are new. If you go to a fun fly, maybe don't plan on getting a lot of flying in, but you're going to learn a ton. If you take the time to go around and introduce yourself, say hi, you're going to learn, you're going to learn so much definitely something where you'll get out of it what you put into it the more effort you put into introducing yourself to other people and asking questions the, the more you're going to take when you walk away from it so don't be shy I, I very rarely rarely ran into you know a real d-bag at a fun fly so most of the people are, are just great yeah for sure yes d-bag as opposed to teabag yes, <laughs> yes there's no no teabagging you no teabagging at the fun fly yes that is that's that's not in the man code, is it? Yes, man code. No teabag. Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's a rule against it. All right. That's fair enough. Not going to be doing any of that. Hey, guess what I got sitting in front of me here, guys? A BEC from Perfect Ooh. Regulators. This is a new. Well, it's not new to them, but it's new to me. It's the what is this thing called? It's the HVBEC, and I want to talk a little bit about this because we um, I got some Hyperion servos on my Fusion, and they're the new high voltage ones. And Ooh, he's moving up. Well, I wasn't happy with, with what the tail was doing on the Fusion at the Funfly. It just didn't feel real good to me. So I have a an 8900G uh, tail servo, JR, but it's obviously can't handle the, uh, the high voltage. So Matthew out at Perfect Regulator sent me one of these regulators. And I got to tell you, the cool thing about this is it's got a switch. You can switch from 6 to 8 volts just with a little flick. A little flick of a button here on the end of the 
of the BEC. I'm really looking forward to giving this a try. So, you know, I just wanted to say thanks to Matthew over there at Perfect Regulators for sending that out to me. We'll definitely get to get some pictures of it and uh, give that a shot here this weekend. Hopefully if the weather, I guess this weekend's basically over. So hopefully this week. And you won't have to run a, a step down with that one. Right, right. That, it runs. That's the cool thing about it is it's got the, the built-in step down for the tail servo yeah. already in it. Yeah, it runs the tail at 5 volts. Look forward to seeing some pictures of that here, uh, probably on our Facebook page. Sweet. Here pretty soon. Excellent. All right, so Jake, how did, how are the two goblins treating you, man? Good. I actually flew the second one today. You, you did fly it. Have you decided, did you fly it with the Futaba? Or have you done that? Um, I actually put the Futaba in the first one, not the, the fly barless yet. I haven't put that in either of them yet, but I'm going to. All right, so... I think you guys, we need to help Jake come up with the names for his two goblins instead of just. Calling I, they're them one and two. That's not. That's not good enough. That's too logical. It's too uh, boring. You know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mister. Okay, Boyd. one of them can be called Butterball. There you go. Yes. Butterball and. I was thinking. Uh, yeah. I was thinking Gretchen and Inga. Yes, that would work. Yeah, see? Helga. We got to name one of them. Helga. 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 Uh, Bertha. (laughs) Bertha and Helga. Here you go. Now, these both uh, 700 goblins? Yes. What are you doing for the spring retention? (laughs) You put the toothpick in there? What are you doing? Toothpick? What? what, Wait a minute. minute. Yeah, I'm lost. The first fix involved tape. Now the second one involves toothpicks? Well, from what I understand, and I I mean, I'm not knocking it, uh, because you can actually have... How many helicopters, uh, RC helicopters, actually have wood in them? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but uh, the, you know, the little spring for the for the, the tensioner, uh, the the way the wire goes down inside it to help it spring out, it's, it's popping loose on guys, and they're putting toothpicks in there. I, I thought they addressed that. Issue. I haven't had that problem at all. Maybe they're yeah. putting their spring in upside down. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, well, I'll maybe. It only goes in one way. I mean, if you put it in upside down, I could see it popping it comes out. In, it but. looks like it's coming down from the top on the one I looked at. Is that incorrect? Does that make sense? Well, like the spring, yeah. you know, the spring retention, it comes down and then goes into that little silver thing on the yeah on the bottom of the retainer under the... Yeah, you have um, the bends in each end are different lengths. So if you put it in upside down, the bend isn't going to spit into the hole quite right. Right. So maybe that's the problem they're having. Yes. But Jake doesn't really fly his goblins, so he probably doesn't. No, I, I don't fly them. They just sit there. And <laughs> look he just sits there, polishes them with a diaper. This is my lovely goblin. With a diaper? Yeah, with a diaper, dude. He polishes yeah, them. Yeah, baby diaper. They're solid. Now, which motors did you put on your goblins? Uh, the 45-25 LEs. Yeah. Both of them. Jake doesn't play. ESCs? Uh, 160 HVs. Yeah. Jake doesn't play. Uh-huh. This, no. this isn't a game to Jake. This is yeah. this is. Now, do you have the uh, do you have the like the fire department come out or do you use a fire extinguisher? Or what are you using for protection? <laughs> yeah, I, I just keep you know a couple fire extinguishers handy. We're good. Okay, well, I just want to make sure. Fireproof suit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, what you have to have is oven mitts. Oven yeah. mitts. Oven mitts and tongs. <laughs> you know the up glove. The the of glove, yeah, the one handed yeah. Michael Jackson. I don't understand why glove. we can't like mount bottle rockets or something on the ESC. When it ignites, it it lights the bottle rockets and then it shoots the ESC away from the helicopter. <laughs> Have you noticed the other trend though that that whole fireball uh, reputation seems to be switching hands lately? Oh, they're all doing it. Yeah, they're all doing it. This it, is not the. 
I mean, Castle's fun to pick on, but they're all having problems. Wait a minute. It, wait, yeah. wait. I've not heard this. So are you telling okay. me the Contronics are starting to burn up now? No, the, the no. Scorpion. The high-voltage oh, Scorpion. Oh, the new Scorpion. Huh? Yeah. Remember uh, Dieter's? Uh, <clears throat> oh, that <throat> power system failure. Yeah. Poof. <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> ah, I thought that was supposed yeah. to be a pretty good ESC. Huh? Yeah. It's a high-dollar one, right? It's pretty expensive. It was. No, it's not. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was right it, until it, the explosion. It was now perfect. it's just char. I told you this eight months ago, put your money in Contronic stock. Yeah. You guys aren't listening. Yeah. They got to bring the price down a little bit. They do. I yeah. actually think what they've done is uh, is pretty smart. They bought Castle and Scorpion. Uh, Contronics did, and they just say, keep doing what you're doing. We love it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we can we give your shit away for what we're buying our stuff for. <laughs> Embrace the fire. Yes. Embrace the fire. <laughs> hey, that for I have to admit that um, Castle 4.01 is just working like a charm with that KDE motor. Not as wow, really? yeah, I'm yeah. really really impressed. Don't uh, don't run the governor, but do just run it in the uh, run it in simple governor. It's simple like a ten percent overhead is what I do, and it's perfect. And if really? anybody can make one blow up, it's Mitch Pricer. Tell All right. right. Yeah. yeah. If he can't blow it up, it's not going to blow up. Let's not glance over that for our listeners who maybe not, don't understand because I'm one of them. I don't. What do you? Okay. Explain what you mean by that. Simple governor with 10% over. What does that mean? Like on the cat. Well, uh, well, on the castle, you have the different governor modes. You have set RPM, governor low, governor high. And the first one you can pick is simple governor mode. Okay. If you pick that, then the only thing you have to change is the governor gain, which you should just leave at 15 low, because mm -hmm. that's the only really it's the only one it works at. Okay. And then, and then having the simple governor mode, what you do, it's like a YGE. You set a flatline throttle curve for what you want the head speed to be, and if you leave it at a certain uh, input throttle input for one and a half seconds, it'll lock onto that and hold that as the governor. So what I did is you put the flatline curve at 90%, so that only gives the governor, because, I mean, the max you can have is 100. So you're governing it at 90, and it can only add 10%. So you won't get the huge spikes that people are getting to shut off. So are you telling me that the governor actually uh, resets itself every time you fly? Every yes. time you Okay. So it... So whatever ninety, like whatever ninety percent throttle is for that, give you know, the given batteries and whatever is, is what it'll govern at. So every time you lift off, then you have to... Just it's yeah, it's just basically just like a contronic, just mm -hmm. go purely off the throttle curve. Okay, it sounds yeah, it enough. takes out all the. I mean, I mean that is one of the cool parts of the Castle software is being able to plug in your head speed, you know, and and have it it deal with it for you and not have to attack it. But the big advantage is that when you get out to the field with it set up like the way Mitch is talking, um, yeah, you'll need to attack it in the beginning, but you can change your head speed right on the fly. I mean, you could actually land on the ground, drop your throttle curve down a little bit and pick it back up and fly. Yeah. Cause I just, uh, I just run fixed endpoints with, uh, then I just pick the, the throttle curve based on head speed. And we're going to change that. Yes. Do we need you. to, do I need to move beyond that point? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. do. All right. Cause I always just went hundred percent throttle curve, man. Flat. That works too. That's the easiest way. Yes, to do it. that works well. That flies the best too. But you just have to have the right pinion, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have to yeah. <laughs> the right pinion, and we got him today on the show. Yeah. You have the correct pinion. That's uh, I ran a, a T Rex six hundred like that, one hundred percent flat. And that thing had some stones. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I had to do with the uh, with my X five as well, and I had to mess around with various pinions till till I got that head speed that for me was comfortable, not too crazy, not too slow. Something a little south of three. 
3,000, I assume? Uh, 3,200? No, it was 26, I think, is what I ended up with. Somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. That sounds about right. I run like 20, I think I run 2,400 or something like that. 2,500. 2,500. Yeah. Grow some stones, man. 26 is where it's at. Yes, that's a good speed. <laughs> I had, uh, when uh, Nick was messing around with my Fusion, he was taking a look at that. And I actually did the same thing to Ed. Remember that, uh, Nick? I had his <laughs> throttle curve set at 100. He's like, whoa, what are you trying to do <laughs> to the new guy? Or Ed, yeah. Well, you know, I, that's just the way I was told to do it, and that's the way I'd been doing it on electrics uh, all along, just 100%, and then play with So who Pena. told you to do it that way? Rob. It was all Rob's fault. What? Yup. Uh, Actually, Rob and uh, it was a, it was a kind of a him and uh, Dave from uh, AnythingHelly.com. Mm-hmm. See, it's I mean it works. It's simple. I don't know. I'll always stand by my my views that the governor is the way to go. I like it to fly exactly the same at the beginning of the flight as it is the uh, last thirty seconds of the flight for consistency. Exactly. And if I lose. Five percent, you know, or whatever of the head speed that I could be getting by not running it, then yeah, that's all right. Well, when you're hovering, <laughs> so you still flying your X5, John? Oh yes, I love it too. It's just amazing. You fly that thing harder than anything else. Yeah, I, I have a lot to fun with it. I uh, <laughs> my X5, I I crashed it hard uh, here a while ago. And it, when I say it, it looks like a dead scorpion, it's because the boom literally is bent back like a scorpion, like over the top of it. Yeah, but I bet you the frame and everything, no problems with the frame, right? You know it's what? Strangely enough, the frame did break. Wow. Yeah. Hard. Yes. I, it, I think uh, they got one with like 900 flights on it. Yeah. And it never broke the frame. Twice he crashes a lot. No, my, um, what happened here with mine was uh, I put my pitch server on the right side, looking from the tail. And um, that whole tail, that whole side, the, the servo case broke, and also the aluminum uh, frame that holds the servo on the front. You know what I'm talking about. Right. And this, that little maybe half of an inch of frame that screws into the f- front half of that, that block. Right. Broke. broke. Oh, crap. So just it's, that, it's just that one. Uh, yeah, I think the frames are pretty cheap, too, so. A lot of even the X7 parts are really cheap. Yeah, yeah. The grips are only like sixty bucks for both of them. It's well, you really know, good. I'm not real sure why I haven't fixed it. Other than I've got like five other helicopters that are flying, so I just really haven't felt the need. And I've got that Fusion 50, which kind of replaces the X7 in my mind. I mean, uh, I haven't really flown that Fusion a lot, but yeah, that's the one that Rob split in two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I love the X5. It's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot with it. So, <laughs> okay. I, I got one to talk about, but somebody else has to bring it up because one of my friends crashed today, and he's going to bitch at me if I bring it up. So, okay, so okay, I, I got I, it. I, I can help you with this. Are you ready? Fun fly etiquette for when you crash. <laughs> is, this, is this Nick talking? I can't hear Nick. Jake, you can't hear Jake, them either. Jake, Jake's going to do the story, right? Yeah, Jake's going to do the story. Yeah. Well, Jake. Have you uh, seen any good crashes lately? <laughs> yeah, I really can't do that to him. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> he was he was pissed. He was really pissed. I wasted a perfectly good intro. That's what. Yes. Come on, come on, dude. Lost what? So it's we'll it's up. too late, dude. We you've already said something. So go ahead and tell us all about it. Because uh, how how bad did he crash? Uh, it was it was 
Actually, the helicopter fared pretty well for what happened. Yeah. I don't know exactly what happened because I wasn't flying, but it was kind of like one of those situations where you're upside down, then you're not, but you still have full negative pitch. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and it went down in the tall grass, and you just saw a plume of grass get blown up into the air. So, so was it a mechanical or electrical issue, or was it a dumb thumb issue? Um, I think it, he was messing around with the um, the auto level feature on the SK seven twenty. Oh, jeez, the skookum. <laughs> Next time, have him walk out, set the helicopter down, hit it with a shovel. Just, just pull just back, it. smack him with a shovel, pick it up, and at least he'll save the walk out to go get it. He's just suffering. I mean, I, from- I feel bad. I mean, it was it was a nasty sounding crash, and he just wasn't having good luck today, anyways. But he's just suffering damn. from a terminal case of groundus interruptus. Groundus interruptus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's something we can talk about for a minute. Now, uh, there's a there's a thread on on uh, Heli Freak that is kind of blowing up. It's uh, talking about that new Copilot 2. Have you guys seen this thread? Uh, it's no, uh, no. We can look at it, though, real quick. Yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, well, let me just kind of give you a quick uh, overview of it. Now, Copilot 2, I guess it's... Uh, I, I don't understand if it's actually available yet or if it's soon to be available. But apparently it puts a 50-foot hard deck. So you can do anything you want with the helicopter, but if you go below the 50-foot hard deck... It it uh, writes itself and adds positive pitch, so the helicopter will climb past nice. uh, past that fifty foot point. Now, there's a lot of haters. <laughs> there's a lot of people that are just ribbing this this uh, idea before even really seeing what it's all about. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Is that is that a crutch? Yes. Hey, if it works, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Why is it a crutch? Because I think that's that's what flying helicopters is about. It's it's getting out there and crashing and rebuilding. Crashing yeah, and re- okay, no, so that is a part of it though, because that's part scared. of the learning process. I, I would agree with that. But if it saves, think about this: if it saves a person, let's face it, it's an expensive hobby. We all know that. There's there's no hiding that, right? We yep. all know it's expensive. Yep. So some guys want to get into it. So they, they scratch and save for however long, six months, and they, they, they buy themselves this setup. If it saves that person from not having to drop out of the hobby, is it worth it? But yeah. it doesn't – I don't have any less crashes now than I did back then because if, if you keep progressing in the hobby, you just push yourself to start doing different things. And, I mean, what are you – are you really going to be out there saying, okay, today I'm going to start working on – my double pyro flips. Oh, wait, let me turn my co-pilot on. I mean, really, that's what it's all about. It's about turning the, those chunks of coal into diamond. That's what... Well, that, that's that's what, a little bit farther in, though. I mean, if this is somebody that's just learning to hover and just learning forward flight, I can see it. You know, they're going to get up there and they can fly around high up there. And if they lose it and it gets low, then it's going to pop back up and they might be able to bring it back. But you know all those people, what happened like with the, the Skookum one and with the original one where you had to go mid-stick with everything and that activated it? You know all the stories of people that yeah, but took this... it off and got out of shape and just sat there and stared at their helicopter <laughs> when it 
drove itself into the ground. <laughs> but this doesn't That's do that. It's good. muscle memory. This hobby's all about muscle memory. I would agree with that. But see, this doesn't do that. This activates when you go below that deck. And as soon as it's above that deck, the pilot has full control of the helicopter again. I don't know. That could make for some interesting pogo. <laughs> up down up down up down here's hey, catch this ride em, cowboy here's what i thought i looked at it throw it at the ground and missed and i thought to myself okay you know i think maybe i could see getting one of these but then i took a look a close look at the apparatus itself and if you want to talk about a cacophony of spider webbed wires word. and just sensors and that's what we need we need more of that on a newbie's helicopter. <laughs> more shit to come unplugged. I mean, really? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I don't know. John, what do you think? Is that, is that something that a new guy should look at? Some kind of stabilization system to save him from crashing, if it will do that? I, I think in concept, it's good. You know, if, if they can get it to work. Right. You know, and I'm not talking about the people that are developing it. I mean, obviously, they've tested it. It works. But I'm talking about just the end user. Can he put it in there and it work? Program. And then we look at what what is this person going to be working on above 50 feet. Sooner or later, you have to come down and you're going to start working on maneuvers down low and that kind of thing. So, you know, weaning them off of it. You, but, uh, do you want just, to... You know, if the end user can install it and uh, it works for them and uh, saves them a little money, I, I don't have a problem with it. What about the safety issue? Doesn't that kind of concern anyone that if you drop below 50 feet, the pilot... I mean, we really should think about that. The pilot is no longer in control of that helicopter. Okay, so it drops below 50 feet, and it automatically rights itself and climbs back up to 50 feet. So I'm not real sure. You, yeah. you guys, have you ever rode in the back of an Airbus? <laughs> I haven't. Well, the they have a lot of automation in those, you know, real real airplanes. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I think I yeah. would use it. That's true. I mean, if like I, I would agree with opinion. If it, if it works the way that it, it says it's going to, then that, I mean, that'll be fantastic. Well, you know, speaking, I remember back, and I, I struggled when I first started. I had this huge ceiling issue of about thirty feet. I just could not get comfortable with the helicopter above thirty feet. I just, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm estimating thirty feet. It may have been whatever. And uh, it took me a long time to be able to feel comfortable getting the helicopter up that high. So that wouldn't have helped me at the beginning. but Yeah, you uh, can't even see a 450 at 50 feet. This is true. I mean, this may, it may be something that's adjustable, too. I well, mean, that's uh, the thing, and they're, they're talking about that. And that's, that's kind of what the, the thread goes on and on and on. It's, it's, it's grown some legs. I mean, it's 20 or 25 pages long at this point. And this is a Rev Electrics? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, and it's in conjunction with FMA. They, uh, I know one of the guys that was... Uh, I didn't realize that's what he was working on, but he's here in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area mm -hmm. that was helping them develop that, doing some of the testing. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll just get him on the show sometime. Yeah. He can talk about it. He's really yeah, actually, The guy that kind of started the thread, and then some of you may recognize the name, Nightflyer, I actually have gotten in touch with him, and uh, he's agreed to come on when we when we can get that uh, going and uh, this time of year, it's really hard to get things scheduled like that because everybody's pretty busy. So, opinion just is kind of a boring guess. We were able to get him on. Yes, uh, you know I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> just, we we missed basketball game. So we're just sitting here scratch and sniff. Scratch yeah. and sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
is Dieter, also known as RCD Butts, and this is your 60 second tech tip. This week's subject is quick tips for a solid build. When doing a build, it's worthwhile to take time to do it right. Organize all the parts and keep them in their bags until you use them. Build the heli one page at a time and use the bags in order. Use some cloth with alcohol on it to clean off all screws before applying thread lock. As for thread lock, you typically see three colors, green, red, and blue. Green is for non-threaded metal-to-metal connections like bearings or small motor pinions. Red is the strongest of all and honestly a pain in the butt to remove without a lot of torque and heat and is only meant to be used with permanent intentions. The blue is your best bet. It is medium strength and will hold well but will break free with minimal heat and torque which means you run lower risk of stripping screws when you work on your heli. Remember thread lock is for metal-to-metal connections. Whenever you're screwing metal into plastic Use CA glue instead of thread lock and don't over tighten. Double check the tightness of all screws before your maiden flight. After your maiden flight, triple check the tightness of all the screws. This has been your RC Heli Nation 60 Second Tech Tip. All right, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about while we uh, got the I've got a good fun flight story. Yeah, let's hear it, dude. Probably the, the coolest crash that I've ever seen. Right. So it was, uh, let's see, the last year. At Snohomish, mm-hmm. fun fly. We were uh, flying off the back flight line, and there was um, a guy that I'd met a couple times um, was there flying his 500, and he was kind of in the new you know, circuits, the loops, and, and we had all walked back there with our helis to get in line to fly. So we're standing there kind of in a circle, and he's maybe, I don't know, 15 feet out in front of us. I just happened to kind of look up over the shoulder and I see this 500 hauling ass back at him, straight back at him. And he's kind of got that frozen look on his face. Uh-oh. And I thought, this is going to be pretty interesting. That thing's really booking. Well, he ducked. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I think, completely lost orientation on it and thought that he was going out the other way. And by the time that he realized it wasn't, it was coming straight at his head. So he hit the deck. I mean, straight down. Boom. This thing goes flying past him, hits a piece of plywood that was leaned up against this guy's trailer. Now, here's where the the cool part starts. Because that's just (laughs) not cool enough. Okay? This thing hits so hard, it, it basically just shattered the 500. One of the blades came up and put a really bad hole in the back of this guy's motorhome. Ooh. The weight came flying out of that blade, Uh-oh. flew and hit the pilot at the next flying station, Oh! <laughs> who then proceeded to crash his foamy <laughs> because he got hit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't like you can't make this up. You can't. It was perfect, and to top it all off, we go over there, we get the five hundred. I mean, it's we're still sitting there, kind of going like, really? I mean, did this just actually happen? You turn the piece of plywood over, and on the back side of it was painted a bullseye. <laughs> nice, nice. That. That heli, uh, Dan, you met Jesse. Mm-hmm. He bought that heli from that guy <laughs> in that current condition. The guy went and bought all the parts to fix it and uh, decided he wanted a 550 instead. <laughs> and so he sold it to Jesse, and uh, Jesse got a great deal on it. Very nice. 
Yeah, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Actually, I saw another crash where a guy actually jumped over his own helicopter. He was out flying circuits, same sort of a deal. Came out around, turned back into himself, nose in, just kind of froze, lost it. And we were screaming, throttle hold, throttle hold, because it was hauling right at him. And he hit throttle hold, didn't touch anything. And the heli hit the ground about four feet in front of him. And he did like this weird Jackie Chan ninja jump deal (laughs) over it as it chicken danced underneath him and ended up about 15 feet back. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. God, I, uh, you know, the closest I've ever come other than this past week to getting hit by a helicopter when I, uh, I guess it was a couple summers ago, kind of the same story. I, I kind of froze. I was turning the helicopter to the left and it was coming at me and I kind of, man, I don't know. I just, you know, that happens, right? You just kind of freeze. You're like, oh shit, oh shit. It's it's coming right at me. And it, and I just gave it positive collective air pitch and it just went up and it went right over my head. And I'm the only one at the field. And, uh, I quickly turned around and it was heading right for my trailer and I, I was able to save it. I mean, it probably missed my trailer by about three feet. I think everyone's had one of those moments. Yeah. Oh. Rob has Rob had one actually and uh he was fortunate enough to get it on video. He had one of those hat cams on. <laughs> and uh this I am not shitting you, dude. This helicopter, you can see it coming, you can see it coming, and uh all of a sudden it's just right in his grill. And um he he was able to get it away from him <laughs> and he you hear him in the video go, Holy shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like whew. We should probably try to dig that video up and put it on the show notes. I think that'd be a good one to show. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's a part of a fun fly too. It's, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a fun fly if there wasn't a, a, at least one or two kind of sketchy moments. You hate to, you hate to see that, but yeah, yeah, it's true because it's uncomfortable for people. So, Penion, are you going to be at uh, Heli Pros this year? Have you decided yet? I'm still working on it. Oh, but, you, you, uh, I'm, I'm leaning toward trying to do it. You need to, harder. here's the deal, you know, we tried kind of a new thing this, uh, at Othello and it turned out really well. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode yet or not, but we set up the mixer. We had six mics out there. We had the guys talking, we had helicopters flying in the background and it was just a really cool vibe. And, yeah. uh, pinions getting pinion wood, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just really turned out. I was a little concerned. Uh, I didn't know how the audio was going to turn out, but it turned out really well. And we're going to do the same thing at Heli Pros. And if you're there, dude, you got a mic with your name on it. Sweet. I expect it to be in gold letters. Absolutely. Yes. No, that would be fun, my friend. I hope I can make it. Well, uh, we'll put you on the seat with the little uh, five-gallon bucket with the little porta potty lid on it, so you can s- yeah. you can sit on the shitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Recycling. Recycling. Yeah. <laughs> Recycling dinner. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that's about it. Mitch, thanks for coming on. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've really been more active on Facebook, so I'm noticing that there's a lot more interaction with listeners and uh, us on Facebook, which is always a lot of fun. So if you've got something you want to post up, feel free to do that. You can also go to our uh, website. Uh, we have a show forum there. Um, again, everybody's flying. We'd rather see you flying than sit in front of your computer. So, uh, But if you've got something you want to show us or tell us, go ahead and do that. We've got an event section there, so if you have an event that you want to talk about there, feel free to put that in there as well. 
So Jake, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? <laughs> First you would pay pay your cable bill. <laughs> Am I back? Am I really here now? You're here, dude. Have you been away? <laughs> What's going on? No, I I don't know. You were talking and then it just faded out like it usually does, and I was just waiting for it to come back. Well, you know, that's that. So thing. here I am. Yeah. Your internet still sucks. There's no question. Yeah. So if Star I wanted to get not running fast enough in the cage, <laughs> put some put some more protein in those oats, man. Come on. If I wanted to get in touch with you, Jake, how would I do that? Well, apparently you're gonna have to send me a letter because my internet sucks that yes, bad. Yeah. Or catch you at work when you're sitting at the desk on the computer. Yeah. 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 So Jake at rchellynation.com. I like it. Yeah. Or, or the I am too, right? Because you're always. Yeah. Uh, you're always messing around with the uh, the website there, so people can get in touch with you in the IM through our webpage. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or catch me on the simulator at, at lunchtime. Yeah. Pretty much every day. Still flying that Phoenix? I am. Oh, you know why? Why? Because you haven't bought me real flight six yet. Oh, I see. I see how that works. Nick, hey, where's I'm... my nitro, by the way? Oh, it's on its way. Just, you're still, still? waiting? Yeah, absolutely. It's on its way. Did they lose it or what? I'll check the tracking numbers when we get done here. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Nick, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Uh, you can get in touch with me, uh, Nick at rchellynation.com, uh, NWM Tech on the forums, or I am on usually on the Instant Messenger on the site as well. Sounds real good. Or nickthenewsguy.org. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake. I'm going to leave I'm going to leave it alone. Just going to leave that one go, yeah. Yeah. So, Pinion, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Just use opinion on the forums, and uh, you guys need to go to opinion3d.com. That'll take you straight to my YouTube page, and you guys have to watch my new controversial video, Opinion Discusses Electric versus Nitro. Ah, yeah. Very nice. have to check well, it out. Times. So it's going to be controversial. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail. You're used to that, though, aren't you? Don't you get Yeah, it's, it's only... Two minutes and 30 seconds. Work your way through it. It's, <laughs> it's uh, video gold. Yeah. And Mitch, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Uh, probably Facebook would be the best way. Facebook? Find me on Facebook. Sounds real good. There's a few things I'd like to mention. And, uh, you know, we, I, I, I was checking some numbers tonight, and we just thought we'd make a quick mention. And I just wanted to say, as of January 1 of this year, we've had just shy of 35,000 episodes downloaded. I think that's a pretty phenomenal number for a podcast. Big thanks to all you guys out there who are supporting us. I do ask, though, if uh, you're so inclined, please share uh, the greatness that is RC Heli Nation with your friends. Uh, the more we, the you know, we've got some big things in the works. So lots of reviews. Uh, Nick, Jake, and I are cooking up some pretty cool things that we're going to be talking about here. Pretty soon, as soon as we get some more details worked out, we'll let you guys know. But uh, look forward to some pretty big things coming up. Also, too... I didn't hear back from Dave from Progressive RC this week uh, as far as that giveaway goes, uh, that charging case. This is going to be awesome. I don't know. It yeah, it's, it wants it's, that. Picks the contest for Pinion. <laughs> <laughs> I need, just gre grease up the palm a little bit, Pinion, and I'll yes. see what I can do. Tell uh, him first when I'll put the sticker on back of Pinion's head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, get, when I get that information from Dave and uh, – I'll definitely, you guys will be the first to know. And um, we're going to come up with, uh, we've already got an idea 
in the works for how we're going to do it. Um, we won't worry about going into those details until we actually have the case and uh, we can get that going. So look forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. If you wanted to get in touch with me, you could do that at Dan K. Reed on all the forums or Dan at rchillynation.com. Well, guys, thanks for coming out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we sure enjoyed. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And we will catch you guys next Monday. Thanks, everybody. But I'm so tiny.